Welcome to the Win the 16 podcast presented by Pygon One Consulting. This is your go-to podcast on optimizing your day. The Win the 16 podcast features discussions on leadership and coaching, personal and professional development, as well as discussions on the modern work culture and engaging employees in hybrid and remote work environments. Your hosts are Dave Pygon, president of Pygon One Consulting, and his brother, Dr. Bud Pygon, anesthesiologist at the University of Illinois at Chicago. Welcome everyone to Win the 16 podcast. Uh, we appreciate you uh, listening today and jumping aboard. I'm so excited today. Uh, I've got just a gentleman who's become a really good friend of mine and probably just as important has become a partner and a businessman who I work with. And I want to introduce everyone today to Steve Ramona. Steve, welcome to Win the 16. I can't wait to win this this 20 minutes or 30 minutes first, then I'll win the 16. And I love the book. I think what you're doing, you simplify how to be better. Well, first of all, one of the reasons I do love my uh, good friend and business partner now is because Thank you for the promotion right out of the gate, my friend. We appreciate that here at Win the 16 Podcast. So, uh, but Steve, really, 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 really blessed one, I guess I want to start with, is finding you over the summer. Brent Oakley, another good friend who I just met this year recently in Ohio, and what he's doing out there with Redux. And he's like, you got to meet this guy. He is, he's kind of your twin, sort of, kind of, but he's in California. And I'm like, great, I'd love to meet him. And one thing led to another, and you've become just a great partner, networker, as well as friend of mine. So, Steve, it's, it's really been a pleasure, my friend. Me too. And this is what I teach, and this is what I love, is building relationships and partnerships in business. It's not always transactional, but we're out to enrich people's lives. Absolutely. And enrich the world. And we could do it together. You could you need to do it with a village. You can't do it alone. We need a village to help us. Yes. And what's great about you know what? I'm gonna stop because I was about to start this. And you know what? I want to make sure I give you the uh, the the introduction you really deserve. And again, today our guest on the show is Steve Ramona out of the West Coast, California. He has one of the top podcasts globally, it's in the top one percent of podcasts. It's amazing. I hope you all can listen to it. It's called Doing Business with a Servant's Heart. Let me say that again. The podcast is Doing Business with a Servant's Heart. So you can imagine what Steve specializes in just by the title. He's a podcast host. He's a mentor. He's a keynote speaker. And he also has this business concept that we're going to dive into a little bit today called Pantheon that I want you to explain this today to everyone, Steve, when we get into it, because I think it's going to teach everyone a lot, because this podcast is really for people to learn how to network. You're going to get into different ways to sell themselves. This Pantheon concept is amazing. Steve, is there anything I missed in your background that might help our listeners today? No, I think you hit it all. I'm 5A to, no, I'm kidding. Uh, I think you, <laughs> you hit all the, the points. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about this. It's it's been I've been asked to speak a lot in the last few months, and 
it fits to win the 16. And I'll explain that in a minute, how I want to put this together. It really does. Um, my brother and I always kid on the podcast. Everything relates back to win the 16. And we always chuckle, but we're like, it kind of does. So I'm going to start off this. First, I've learned from you on this, and I wish I would have met you last October when we started the podcast, because you would have gotten us along faster if I would have met you here nor there, though, where I was smart enough to meet you. Now, you do podcast coaching. Can you please tell us about that, what it is, what you do? Because I've learned a ton, and you already made an impact in our podcast. Take off, Steve. Yeah. Yeah, and October is the same thing when I started. I started September. I met Pantheon, which we'll talk about in a minute. And it was about helping the world, changing the world. Thousands of thought leaders to change the world. I'm like, I'm all in. That's my goal. But what I found with the podcast is we talked about in the green room earlier was Joe Rogan. People think Joe Rogan podcast. He's not a podcast. He's a TV show. He's Yellowstone. He's the friends, you know, directors, producer. And that's great. But what podcasts we found and through Pantheon, what I've learned is building relationships with your guest, building partnerships, building value. Podcasts lead to growth of you, of your listener, and of your guest. Three things I tell people on the podcast, motivate them, inspire them, and educate them. If you can hit all three or one of the three, you've got a good podcast. Because one of those listeners is going to reach out or you've changed their lives. You may never know, but also to it's the universe. When you put good out like that and you help a listener, but you never hear it, your universe changes. Have you always had that mindset, Steve? I've always been a giver. I've not been receiving. I've been giving. I've learned to receive back. But I learned a way back in the in my eighth, when I was 18, got out of high school, Dave. And my family started a health club. So my cousin, who's the president, said, come work the front desk. I'm like, hey, I need money. Like all us graduate high school seniors, we're like, hey, summer's coming. I need money to go out and do my crazy stuff, which we've all done. Sure. So I started working there. Now, remember, I'm 18. And then coming through the door are 40, 50, 60, 70-year-olds to come work out. My, you know, People way above me, making millions of dollars, very successful people. Well, what transpired was over the months as I started building relationships, they're coming. Hey, Steve, how was your weekend? That was great. Hey, Tony, what are you doing? I went out and we started becoming friends. Hey, how about those 49ers? We talk sports, anything that friends do. So well, as relationships were built, people started giving me stuff. And I was like, wow. And a real quick story, Tony, a financial advisor came in one day and he's a real Italian guy. Hey, kid. See, what's up, Tony? He goes, here's a book, The Wealthy Barber. I want you to read it. 60 pages. <laughs> I laughed again. I said, sure. I, so I ran it over the week and he came in the next Monday and he said, did you, hey, did you read the book, kid? I said, I did. So the premise was basically take 10% of your income and put it away and don't touch it for years. Kid, you got it. So he walked away. I went through my life and 12 years later when I turned 30, I remember I thought about him. I go, I got to look at this bank account. And I would look at, and it was growing, but I didn't really pay attention because I wanted to stick to his rule and the book of don't touch that money. Just 10%. Remember, I was 5 or $6 minimum wage back then. This is sure. 79. 
So I opened that bank account and it had $58,000 in it. Wow. Here, I, I was blown. I was like, I won the lottery. Of course, I spent half of it because I was so excited, which I shouldn't have done. But, you know, when you're 30, a kid, you know, you're still a kid, you do that. But sure. I called Tony. I still had his number. We bi- built this kind of relationship. I said, Tony, man, I got to thank you. You know, I got $58,000 in the bank. I goes, good for you, kid. He said, hey, can I send you a thousand bucks? I got to pay you for your service. He goes, no, kid, you listen to me. 95% of my clients didn't. They lost millions of dollars because they didn't. You, I'm happy that you listened, received my advice, and it worked for you. That's my reward. That's a true servant. Steve, how often when you go out, because just the way you treat people, when we first, I don't even, when we first met, the one of the first things that we kind of gave backgrounds on each other, the first thing, one of the first things you basically, I'm paraphrasing you now, was you're like, how can I help you? And the way you said it, it was authentic, it was genuine, and I knew you meant it. And how often do you go to restaurants just being nice to people because that's who you are? And talking to them and asking them questions, do you get a free drink, appetizer, or something, dessert? Sometimes I do. Of course. I'm glad glad you said that. Most of the time I don't. But again, it's the servant, the value. So when I meet people like I met you, Dave, my first thought is in my head, not verbally, how can I help him? So I listen. I shut up and I listen. I say shut up in that. Literally shut up, but you got a bridge to the listen. We've been with people that shut up and then they go, hey, I didn't hear anything you said. That's not helping anybody. So I was just at a restaurant Friday. We were at a marriage conference. We went out to eat. Our waiter was unbelievable. Checked on us, had my glass full. My wife was taken care of. So I said, can I talk to your manager? He nice. went, yeah, sure. Manager <laughs> comes over, they start teasing each other. I go, I got to tell you. This guy's unbelievable. If I had a restaurant, I'd hire him right now. He goes, you're not starting a restaurant. I said, no, I'm not starting a restaurant. But this guy was this, this, and this. That's audience, which you need to think about when you're in scenarios like that. When you're meeting people, how can I bring value? Even in an argument, how can you bring value? to Yeah, Dave, you're right. I have a difference of opinion, but I'm going to think about your opinion. Takes your argument from here. Here by bringing value, so always think of law of increase. Yeah, and you either learned it or it's in your DNA or both because you that's how you live your life at work and personally, correct? Yes, Dave, and and this is why I love I'm excited to be on this podcast because that's a fabulous question. There's a hybrid of it. I learned it at the health club because my cousin bore into me customer service. Mm-hmm. Serve, 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 serve. So at a young age, I learned that, which I wish, I hope a lot of young kids, people in the 18 to 25 would learn. Just learn to serve. You'll be fine. The other part is I just, I've always been a people person. I've always liked being around people. Now, I want to stop there. If you're not a people person listening to this, that is okay. You can still serve the people that you run into. It's okay. And I'll put a challenge out there. Dave, let's tell the let's do this for the audience. On Monday, today's Monday, but whatever, pick up Monday because it's easy to start your week. And I want you to write down 
every person that you met virtually and on uh, and in person, how you serve them. Tony helped with his groceries. Debbie, she had a beautiful smile. You know, and if you don't remember all of them, that's okay. But write down as many as you can. When Friday afternoon hits, I want you to look back at that list and write down how did you feel? How did that person feel or persons that you served? And four, how did your week or three, how did your week change? And I'll guarantee you, Dave, it's going to be an increase. Maybe you smile a little bit more, but you're always going to, death and taxes are 100%. I believe serving is 100%. People are going to be happy five seconds, five weeks, five months, five years. We don't know that time frame, but we know when we serve somebody, whatever that may be, you're bringing great stuff to them. You are making yourself, and that you don't serve to make yourself look good, but that you put it out to the universe. And then I meet great people like you. Steve, I'm so glad you said that because you know what? A lot of times people, when they hear certain things like this, they're thinking uh, that highly extroverted person, this is up the rally. They talk a lot. Um, they're smiley, generally speaking, ear to ear. Well, you just did a nice job of carving up the, the pumpkin here is it doesn't matter your personality type. It doesn't matter if you're a big talker or not a talker. You can serve people. Just do it in your way. Yeah. I, I thank you. And it, it's it's important because I think anybody can learn. It's a habit. But that challenge will help you practice and see the response. Now, once in a while, because I maybe it's not 100%, somewhere go, no, I don't help my groceries. Or I tried to pay for, you know, I just had the spirit of paying somebody's groceries. No, no, I'm good. So I didn't. But just doing the effort of serving changes you, changes them, changes the people around you. Buying someone a cup of coffee, if you're buying a cup of coffee at the local coffee shop, the person behind you. It's yeah. very gratifying if anyone's never done that before. That $5 you've spent is so gratifying. And I will tell you, if when you go back to that place again, they will look at you differently. And that's when it comes to business, that's where we want to be unique. Bingo. And I'm, I'm going to give your audience a little secret tip. It's a million oh, dollar tip. Love it. We all have bad days. Our lives go up and down. I believe, you know, God, I believe does that. So we're not perfect. We need to be imperfect so we can learn. When you have a bad day, go serve somebody. You lost a huge account, a million-dollar account. Go serve somebody. Call your best friend you haven't talked to in a month. Here's what I did and the reason I, I said that. One day, a couple, three years ago, it was 2 o'clock in the afternoon, a couple no's on my sales, two people didn't show up. It was just a tough day for business. So I, I stopped early, which I usually don't because I love to work and it probably worked too much, but I love it. And I went out to the grocery store and I'm sitting there, Dave, and I had this Holy Spirit, this energy come through me to pay the, the lady in front of me's groceries. This time I reached to the clerk and he was 21. He's like, dude, what are you doing? Is that cool? You know, I'm like, it's okay. You okay? She says, yeah, yeah, no, you don't need to. Oh, let me do this. I just, I just want to do it. So it was like 30, 40 bucks, gave him the credit card, paid for it, paid for mine. Here's the power of serving that even takes it to the next level. So we're walking out. She's in tears. I'm like, man, you know, Debbie, 
are you okay? She goes, no, I really thank you. You don't know what's happened. Last week, my husband lost his job. We didn't know how we we're going to pay for groceries. Now, I didn't know that. Maybe that's the Holy Spirit was telling me to do it. I, we don't need to talk about that. But the fact I took action, she's now going to go home to her husband and say, hey, this guy, Steve, paid for our groceries. And guess what? Now both of them are going to think about serving other people. And it becomes the domino effect, pay it forward effect. Kudos to you, first of all. The act of kindness, amazing. I've got, so for, I don't want to say cynical. I don't know if that's the right word or not, but let's just, I'll plant that seed to the audience. So for those people out there that are a little bit like, hey, Steve, you sound like a great guy, successful, all that. Um, in the back of their minds, they're also thinking, Adam Grant in his books talks about people fall in one of three buckets. The giver, the matcher, and the taker. They would say, yeah, I'd love to give. I feel good about myself. But it comes to the point, if I'm only giving and I'm not getting back, what would you say to them? Another great question. This is the power I learned from a very wealthy, successful man just a little over eight months ago. Because for my last 10 years, I've been matching and serving and giving, but I haven't received anything. But eight months ago, when he told me that, I started receiving because money's energy. So when I paid for something and somebody came in, how can I help you? Or, hey, let me pay you for services. I'm having them pay me. Where before, no, I'm good. You know, we, you know, it's fine. It is a rotational thing. It is a loop. And a circle doesn't have one side. It has a full side. Serving is a circle. Because if you think about this, Dave and audience, if somebody brings me or I bring somebody a ton of referrals or resources and I just serve them like crazy and they come to me and go, how can I help? I go, no, I'm good. I just cut the energy off of all that serving I did because they're going to feel guilty. Like, and I've had people tell me that and I didn't hear, hear it until eight months ago. I'd have people two years ago, well, Steve, I really want to help you. Oh no, I'm good thinking, Hey, I've served them. I'm good. Well, I may have, kind of hurt that relationship a little bit and mm. that's what happens but that's the beauty of serving it goes out to the universe you start receiving stuff and accepting it unbelievable things will happen how would you tell people i think emotional intelligence plays a little bit of role mindset is probably going to play a role in this what would you say to the people out there that are say okay steve i find i'm giving i'm networking uh, I'm doing these things, and I find that it's getting to be one-sided. I'm not getting anything back. Um, I, I'm feeling good about myself. I'm appreciating because here's where it's going to go. Uh, you know, I'm a big guy believer in disc, right? I, I tell that to everybody because I think it's a game changer in the world we live in. Whether you're staying at home as a dad or a mom, taking care of your family, or professionally in the workforce, no matter what it is. Um, I think here's what happens. Take your dominant personalities, your Mark Cubans of the world, those D people, and they're giving and they're serving. And it comes to a point, they almost feel disrespected, I almost say, because they're always the one on the dance floor giving, 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 and it doesn't come back. Then it, now it becomes an emotional 
piece in their head and mindset of they feel maybe being taken advantage of potentially. Um, you see where I'm going with this? I do. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's how do you, how do you, how do they get around that? I can think of my buddy in the East coast who would go, wait a minute, hold up. You would say what? Takers will draw the energy from your serving to you stop serving. Great story. You just said, because you know, I'm serving, serving. I'm not getting anything. These people are just taking from me. Guess what? You're going to be fearful and not serve anymore. Correct. Just cut off your serving, your serving ability because so you need to take takers out of your life. I've done that. The people that I used to help and they, you know, I coached them a little bit. They wouldn't even do the action. Then we meet a month later and go, what's going on? Oh, I'm still there. Well, did you do these three things? No. Well, let's try this. And I, and I never charged and that's okay. It was a great learning lesson, but I've said to all these people, it's about five of them. No more. I won't even, you know, I'll talk to them from afar, but I won't work with them anymore. Sure. And if I do, they're going to pay me. Yes. You have to take takers out of your personal and professional life because it will drain you to who you become not as good a person as you used to be. Yeah. In the book, I talk about, um, I don't know if you got to this part yet, time vampires. Those people in your life that crush your time. I also talk about the energy thieves in our lives who suck the energy out of us. And I say either they got to be removed from your life or you have to minimize that interaction because you're kidding yourself if they you do not think that is affecting your effectiveness and your optimization in your day. Uh, that those people, because you just got me thinking of that when you said, because you're right, because I know I've got this, I got Steve, I didn't, I don't think I told you this yet. I've got this one circumstance. I don't think I said this yet. I was going to ask your advice. I've now helped this person where three things that I've given them have turned in to money in their pocket in business. They haven't even thought about bringing something my way. And I don't even mean like concretely. I mean, even like, hey, I've been thinking about you. I want to try to help you and serve you. I want to try to help your side of it. They're not even saying those kind of words to me. So now, Steve, I've kind of gotten to the point a little bit where I'm like, hey, wait a minute. I almost feel like I've become Santa Claus. Yeah. And that's not a good feeling. And it's not a good feeling. And because I don't expect this person to tit for tat, but I almost feel like a little bit of disrespect now that it's almost not even acknowledging that this is a two way street or, hey, you know what? I'm going to try to help you, too. Let's talk about it. None of that's going on. And you would say I'm a bad guy or normal. You're a normal guy. Because, again, it falls back to what? how is it affecting you? At time, we limit you. We got 16. Let's go back and win the 16. That's where serving is great. You have takers in your life. You're hurting your 16 hours that you have. The You only have 16 hours in the day. Maybe a little more or less, but I love the 16 because I'm going to pump the book up. What I love about it, it's simple. Yeah. Steve Ramona, <laughs> Dave, I got, we have 16 hours. That's it. Yep. You know, are we going to work with people that aren't working with us? Or work with people that want to work with us. Right. I guarantee you the latter, you're going to be more successful, make more money, and be much happier than you are trying to 
convert people. We want to enrich the world. Takers do not enrich the world. Can I add one thing onto that? Yeah. Um, here's what I'd like to communicate. This one example I'm giving you where I think I've got a taker in my world. Let me just be crystal clear to everyone who's listening. And my friend is shaking his head. Steve, you can't see him, audience, but I can. He knows where I'm going with this. That one, I want to say, I don't want to say bad apple, but kind of in this, is not going to stop me from serving and helping somebody else in my network who I have the influence, the whatever it might be to help them. That one person is not going to take me from the beliefs that Steve Ramona is sharing with us today of being a servant leader. Right, Steve? Yep, you're absolutely right. I knew you'd love that one. Uh, I had so many questions about serving and learning and all that. I think you knocked it out of the park already. I don't even have to ask you that. Uh, those, nope. Please tell everybody about Pantheon. Pantheon is a community of thought leaders that want to change the world. People that will have expertise that want to build their platform as a thought leader and get their expertise out there so many more people can see it. And building partnerships, connecting each other's network to grow. Again, it takes a village, and we're building a village of great people. How do people become part of this? It's uh, Reach out to me. You can, you can reach me at uh, Steve Ramona on LinkedIn or my email, steveR1961 at gmail.com. I'll get you all the information about it and how it could change your life like it's changed mine. Do you, how do you guys meet for this? We're building uh, workshops. Uh, in in person meetings, we have videos out there 24/7. You can learn how to take your platform, how to build partnerships, how to grow. So there's always education going on in this platform. And, and you know what? This validates you, Steve. You know why? No. Think about this. We've been talking now for quite a while and working together on different things, and just enjoying each other's company too during this journey and sharing our networks i'm not an expert at this you haven't even you've been so serving and other topics that we haven't dove in this for me no and we need to talk about it. yeah and that's what a servant does you don't transactional don't hey come join our community you know it's this this and this build relationships first maybe it's the first meeting second meeting maybe it's the 10th meeting or whatever, but build that relationship and serve them while you're building a relationship. And if it's not them becomes a client, somebody else that they know will be. Yeah, I'm gonna hook you up with the guest who was on, who was very powerful recently on Win the 16 podcast. And I'm gonna hook you two up because it's a, I think it's a match made in heaven there. Um, okay, thank you for, anything else on the Pantheon? I wanna no, make sure we're crystal clear. We're good? Reach out to me. I'm here to okay. help. I would like, you to help people to build their network how to do it the right way but i got a butt in here i would like you to hit the millennial gen z generation how you'd recommend they do it because we have a lot of listeners that are under 40 and i tell them all the time network network you got a network and a lot of times you're like dave yeah but I don't know all of the, a lot of these people yet, or a lot of people are like, just like me starting out or just building that. So I'd love for you to touch for our, our millennials out there in Gen Z 
people as well as uh, just everybody, because it might be a little different for people that are the baby boomers, generation Xers versus them. Is that a fair ask? Yeah, it's a little different because they, they, they're learning how to build relationships. You know, 40s, 50s, and 60s, we built relationships for many years. We know how to do it, right or wrong. So build that relationship, which I mentioned earlier, and don't be transactional. When you meet people and they resonate with you, you can work with them, build a one-on-one -on -one with them, but build your relationship. You don't marry on the first date. You marry later. This business marriage is going to be like we're doing, building this relationship and asking questions and shutting up and listening. And the last thing is when you're networking, whether it's in a group or one-on-one, -on -one, what value can you bring somebody? Read, think, and grow rich, especially the chapter in law of increase. Henry Ford's part of that. Henry Ford's one of the most powerful businessmen in the world in our history. He served people. Yes. I, I like to try to, to, and so my kids are 26 and the twins are 23, all working professionally. I tell them, and it's so hard. Heck, Steve, you and I, for people in our world, I'm 53 and you're a spring chicken. It, it is hard enough to get people in our world to think about the future, right? They're so worried about today's sales quota or today, the stock today or growing at this quarter. But I just try to encourage that Gen Z millennial group and our group too, five years from now. Let's just fast forward five years from now. If you network and just get it a little bit every week, how big is that going to be? How will that be able to serve you in five years from now, in 10 you know, years? It's great. You're getting ongoing referrals like I do. I get three to five referrals a day. Imagine you get 20, 25 referrals a week. That's, you know, 80 to 100 a month. I, Audience, just think about it. How much will your business grow? And for us, people that are the Gen Xers or the boomers of the world, uh, I met with a uh, Gen Z today, young, you know, 25, special. You just can tell, see it. Someone like, well, why? why? Well, one, I'm trying to help that person. I'm trying to help this woman in her career and some different things that they're trying to do. The other thing I told her was at the end, and she almost fell out of her seat, I go, everybody's got a why. Let me tell you why. Besides me being a servant today and helping and doing that, your generation is going to rule the world. I want to be a part of it. Yeah. It just might not be tomorrow. Yeah. It would be five, 10 years from now. I'm not going anywhere. I want to get in on the ground floor. That's my why. Well said. So well said. It. You should have seen her face. No one's ever said it to her before. Yeah. And she'll never forget you. No, no. And, you never, and, and guess what those people are always doing? When you and I are Friday nights, just with our wives or maybe with another couple, they're out with how many people? Five, 10, 20, 50, every weekend. Who knows where that can go? So I share that with you for everybody out there in this whole networking journey. Think big. Amen. Think big. Dream. That, that costs you to dream. How do you get practical? And I'm not saying you and are not practical, but how do you get people that are very 
pragmatic, practical, critical thinkers. Um, they they kind of have the scientist, architecture, engineer mindset. They're amazing. They're brilliant. They're usually always right. That's what we love about those personality types. This isn't as natural to them. How do we help them, Steve? Practice it. Every day of your life, serve, bring value to people. Bring value to your dog. Go have your dog jump in your lap if you allow that or pet your dog and tell you you love your dog. Your dog will feel that. Value comes in many forms, many ways. Do it all the time. My dog will walk in here and, hey, I love you, Bella. That's serving. When you tell somebody you love them, you're serving their heart. There's many ways. Reach out to me and I'll show you many ways you can serve. Steve Ramona, you're the only man I know or woman on the planet who would bring up and use dog as an analogy or a metaphor, I should say, into getting your point across. Uh, your brilliance is a completely other kind of brilliance, man. All the respect. Okay. Growing your business with your network, what are your tips or recommendations for that? value every time you meet them. I mean, it's, it's, it's really that simple because either they're going to know somebody, they're going to be a client. And one of those twos are a wins for your business. We all need referrals for a business. And would a warm referral be better than a cold referral? You meet somebody, you bring them value. They love you. They bring you something. And they start bringing referrals. Hey, you need to meet Dave Pygon. Man, you need to read the book, Win the 16. Man, Win the 16. Instead of, hey, you just need to meet Dave. Hey, you just need to meet Steve. You get this deeper sensation of, I need to meet this person because this person said something. Because when you bring value to people, you bring them up, you lift them up high. Well, they're going to bring you right along with them and lift them up as well, lift you up as well. Uh, great point. If I'm going to connect you with somebody, the person I'm going to connect you with, Steve, um, he ends up helping you and supporting you. So audience, I want to make sure I said this correctly. I'm connecting with Steve. I really am actually. I'm going to connect Steve with somebody. If the person I'm connecting with Steve actually can help Steve in his journey, Steve, you're going to be very appreciative of her. hundred percent. Who else are you going to really be appreciative to? You. Yeah. So audience, everyone listening out there, that's the other thing. When you connect people to your because I view my network as a val is a um, a resource, a networking that I view it as in some ways untouchable, but I view it as a way when I open it up and they can help other people, they're ultimately coming back to me and said, "Thank you." Steve gave yeah. me a uh, connected me with somebody. It, I, they didn't help necessarily me, but I helped them. That person went back to Steve and said, Steve, what do you say? Great guy. Oh, my gosh. Fantastic. Again, up level of positivity. And that just carries on with people and carries on. When you met Tim, Tim reached out to me that I you know, uh, introduced you to. Dave's a great guy. I can't wait to work with him. Boom. You just developed a relationship. And we bring him to, I brought him to Chicago and we started working together already. And Steve's going to get, you know, for him serving, he is going to get that credit 
for maybe not my business, but he helped out this other gentleman. So it's so fascinating how the networking and I just want to communicate for the people out there who do that routinely is it's not just always you introduce somebody, you get something, they get something. Sometimes it's that second or third or fourth connection within somebody uh, like Brett Oakley, who hooked me up with you, Steve, and then you hooked me up with Tim and Jen. And Brett was yeah. the first guy that helped me. And the way I got hold of Brett was Tom Restubio, who used to be a client of mine, we become good friends. So Tom actually got me to Brett. I mean, we're getting like Kevin Bacon here. Yeah, domino effect or Kevin Bacon. Yeah, the seven, I forget the name, but you're right. It's a great call. Um, all right, I had so many questions. I'm going to have to bring you back because we ended up going on so many different paths here. But I think we knocked it out on some of the things that you and I thought were critical to get out there, not only what you do, but how you help and your communication about podcasts and networking. Steve, what else do you want to communicate to the audience today before uh, we call it a day and I'll close it out? Get better 1% every day. You start January 1st, 2024, or start today. You're going to be better over 50% by January 1st, 2024. Think about audience. Are you going to be a better person? Is your business going to grow? Are you going to grow? Get better 1% every day. Oh, I love that. Steve, where can, please, I know you said it once, where can everybody reach you if they would like to communicate with you? And I know you'll just talk to them just to talk with them. So um, please share that with everybody. Yeah, LinkedIn, if you're on LinkedIn, Steve Ramona, R-A-M-O-N-A. I also have a digital card, uh, Infone, I-N-P-H-O-N-E dot C-O slash S-R-1, my initials S-R-1. And it's got all my contact info and everything that I do will be there as well. And if you want to listen to his podcast, uh, Steve Ramona's Doing Business with a Servant's Heart. Uh, that you can find everywhere, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, all of it. He's there. Um, Steve, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for bringing value. Thank you for serving all the people. And thank you for making me better, too, because I've learned a ton already. And we've got a lot of things we, you and I got a lot of things we got to do. So I, I really appreciate that. Uh, to the listeners, hopefully today we brought you some value, specifically my friend Steve Ramona. And by the way, I want to say his last name again, just so you have that. R-A-M-O-N-A. -A. That is Steve Ramona. You can find him, Google, LinkedIn. He's all over the place. Um, and he's just a great guy. What you saw today is just who he is. I'd really encourage you to reach out. As always, everyone, till our next podcast, our conversation together, thank you for listening and investing your time into the Win the 16 podcast. We appreciate you. Thank you for those that have purchased and read the book. It's a, We're humbled. It's an honor. Win the 16, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Win the 16 podcast presented by Pygon One. Please follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Episodes will be released every other Wednesday at 7 a.m. Central Time. Thank you and go win the 16.